This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Welcome back to a very special AEW Fighter Fest Predictions episode of the BCP, The Revenge Part 2. Right now you are listening to a cover of Fozzie's Judas by my good friends in Damn Nation. Guys, thank you as always for letting me use your tunage. Check them out on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all that good stuff. Those are my guys right there. Uh, they just put out an awesome Metallica cover. Guys, check that out right now. Right now, time to introduce a stellar all-star panel. We had a good one last week. This one may be even better. We'll see what the results yield. But right now, please welcome back to the show by now a first ballot Bob Culture Hall of Famer from the Queen's Court podcast on Smart to Death Radio. Hashtag Queenie Cooks. Hashtag Queenie Punches. Hashtag Queenie Sings. Hashtag Queenie Does Giveaways. Please welcome back to the show the pillar of the BCP herself, the Queen of NE. Queen, what's up? Oh, my God. I can't. I was in such like a weird mood earlier. Now I feel so much better. Aww. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I just got this uh, this nice little shirt in the mail. There was a package, and hey. it's the Queen of Ne on it. Queen has been doing. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, Queen!" And my dad's like, "Queen? What's Queen?" And I'm like, <laughs> "He's I like, I remember Freddie Mercury. He's dead now. <laughs> That's right." <laughs> no, but I was I was somehow super your pumped. dad is like a hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> But no, um, it was a good way to start the day. You know, Queen does a lot of contests over on her Twitter, does a lot of stuff with Fight TV. And this is a this is a great shirt that Queen was doing a giveaway for. Uh, it's the Cody Rhodes uh, We Are All Family shirt. So this goes all out to our LGBTQ friends. And I think this is a special one for our boy, Josh. What do you think, uh, Queen? Absolutely. It looks good on you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy I, I won. I never win anything. So thank you, Queen, for that. It's great to have you here, and this one goes out to our boy Josh. Great episode with our boy Josh Robinson and Queen. Check it out on her show. But let's keep it rolling here, and let's please welcome back to the show lay editor-in-chief of the PopBreak.com, weighing in at 24 ounces of Jameson and Cranberry. Hashtag uh, dad instincts, Mr. <laughs> Bill Bodkin. What's up, bro? It's Tito's and Coke Zero, but uh, yeah, 24 ounces will easily <laughs> – yep, there you go. Easily. easily. <laughs> be Uh-oh. digested for the uh, special pronoun edition of the Bob Culture Podcast, <laughs> which is a, uh, an outtake from right. something you'll never hear. Uh, Bob, thanks for having me on. As always, I'm ready to talk AEW, man. Uh, I'm excited, crazy. man, but uh, I don't see the bandana, Bill, so let's go. Uh, let's it's take care of that. Car. It's in my it's car. I got a fresh haircut today, so I'm like, I'm not Looking rocking the, the bandana today. I love it. And uh, guys, returning to the show, basis for the phenomenal New Jersey band Fast Claire, although I would say more they're more of an up-tempo, maybe moderato Claire, the wrestling aficionado himself, Mr. Eric Collier. What's up, bro? Good to see you back. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, where's the neck tattoo to match the shirt, though? Dude, oh, you know what? I actually plugged those on the last podcast. I you saw uh, 
AW was like selling them. You know what? Why not? Let's do it. Let's all get them. I'm in. I man. may or may not have already purchased them for a Cody cosplay. So <laughs> it may have happened. I don't know. I didn't. It was like Fourth of July sale. It got me all messed up. <laughs> I did not know you were in Fast Claire. I used to work for Night and Day Magazine, so I definitely have featured Fast Claire oh. many a time yeah. back when Connolly Station oh. was still a thing. This is some Jersey oh, Shore yeah. bar shit back in the day. Wow. And O'Neill's, come on. Wow. We could talk for days oh, yeah. about all those dirty bars. Oh, there weren't dirty. There sure right. can. Yeah. Well, and dirty in the best way. Well, they're yeah. Irish, so. <laughs> of course. Right. They're good, though, Bill. And and you see oh, Eric. He, you know, I had my, I had my rehearsal base. dinner at one of those, so. <laughs> all right. Let's stop with the shameless promo. We'll get that in at the end, guys. And before we get into the matches, guys, and again, thank you again for a few minutes. I, I wanted to talk about this. We addressed this a little bit on the last pod. 2020, what else can I say? Bizarre world. But st- speaking strictly in terms of, of storyline and the AEW versus NXT kind of dialogue or kind of situation going on here, we see AEW building towards this pay-per-view. For, we have two weeks of a pay-per-view caliber show, which is really, really exciting. It's great for the fans for all the right reasons. I'm glad we have wrestling. Obviously, that's an, another discussion in terms of health and all that. But let's take that out of the equation just for now. And um, talk to me about your guys' thoughts about NXT kind of just bringing in Great American Bash to, I mean, let's be real, compete with AEW. Um, Bill, I know you have thoughts on this, man. I'm going to throw it to you first. I mean... You don't want my real thought on that because my first my knee jerk reaction is not positive. It's fuck WWE and everything they're doing. But um, there's your E rating. Um, but no, it's I mean if you're looking at it from a strictly business perspective and WWE's you know their answers are always like we saw a business opportunity was you saw they won in the ratings last week, so they. Oh, there's like a dog somewhere. Sorry. Sorry, bud. That's fine. I love doggies. They're oh, all about the dog. They're all good. There's a puppy bowl going to be in this episode, so we're all good. Yes. So it was smart branding on their on WWE's part to to do Great American Bash because, yeah, like you saw in the ratings, they they won the 50 plus year old demographic who probably is like, hey, I remember the Great American Bash, as well as I know who Sasha Banks is, so I'll watch her on NXT. Um, yeah. So it was smart business. They actually they won the week. Um, your uh, big cat Matt Wittes and I went back and forth on this over a personal email exchange. Um, I think it sucks that WWE did this because Great American Bash is such a great tradition in pro wrestling, and they just kind of slapped it together. If WWE is going to say, "Hey, from now on, in July, we're doing Great American Bash, and it's going to be a thing," I'm okay with that because Great American Bash should be a thing in wrestling still. Because you have, this is, I mean, you think of the Bash, you think War Games, you think Crockett Cup, you think Sting, Dusty, uh, Ric Flair, Steamboat, the great tag matches, like the NWO, Lucha Libre, like everything that was great about Jim Crockett, NWA, WCW, and yet they're just doing it to like, it's just kind of a throwaway. So I, I was disappointed in that, especially since Triple H, quote unquote, is a wrestling historian, to just throw it together at the last second is kind of like, it's very shitty. And don't get me started about, like, you know, dad issues at this time of year for me because, like, tomorrow's the anniversary of my dad's passing. So I'm, like, I always get, like, really shitty about, like, when people do stuff against Dusty Rhodes because I'm a big Cody fan. So I'm, like, I get really weird about it. So yeah. I don't know. It's shitty. WWE just should not worry about AEW and worry about WWE. They say they don't, but they do. And they should 
build their own brands and stop hotshotting stuff and just like make things organic and grow it and be good. Because I think NXT is starting to right the ship on a lot of stuff. Because mm-hmm. like we were talking about, I think we did a in your house uh, preview and they were, they, you know, everything was kind of like, ah, it's kind of thrown together, but I think they're kind of right in the ship now. But you can't write the ship by throwing Sasha Banks in every week or throwing a main roster person every week. You have to build those people. And if you're building Keith Lee, you're building Karrion Cross, you're building Yoshirai. Those are the right people to build on. Build those people. Don't worry about beating AEW. Worry about your own shit because that's what you have to worry about. Because at the end of the day, AEW is not watching your show. We are. So worry about us. Not them. Mm. Also, Build. I love AEW, so fuck WWE. <laughs> Dang, man. Unfiltered truth right there from Bill Listen, Bakken. when you give Renee Young, when Renee Young gets COVID on your watch, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. Not okay with that. Yeah, I'm not okay. And right now, I mean, we're trying not to go down this road. But again, like I say, every hey. show, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. But she also got uh, a cookbook deal, and I'm going to buy it, so... There you go. But uh, what, 40 plus now in uh, WWE testing positive. So, mm-hmm. you know, dropping the ball, you know, left and right, uh, you know, a couple more black eyes for WWE. And we always keep it very positive here. But, you know, again, we also keep it very real. Uh, Eric, any thoughts on this kind of uh, ratings war? Well, I kind of agree with Bill on that. I, I, I grew up watching, you know, the NWA and the Crockett stuff and Dusty Rhodes was always huge for me. Like, I think that, again, like you said, it seems like all the WWE is doing with NXT is reacting to AEW. And if you're the king, you shouldn't react. You know, they should be reacting to you. I thought NXT was great before, and now it's kind of lost a little luster for me. But again, I'm an AEW guy, 100%. Like, it's the only thing that's keeping my interest right now, to be honest with you. Um I agree. I think the Great American Bash is just kind of like a big middle finger to Cody. You know what I mean? Obviously. Uh, because they never felt the need to use it before, but now all of a sudden it's becoming a thing that they have to put on Wednesday, right when they're doing their like non pay per view pay per view. I don't know. It's just uh, it's pretty transparent to me. Wow, I wish we had like uh, I always say this, but like an around the horn style show here because Eric just got three points. I was just like boom, boom. <laughs> love so you're, it. You're Tony Reale right now. <laughs> <laughs> Queen, your thoughts. Oh, man, I just wish everybody would just do whatever makes them happy and leave everybody else alone. It just, uh, I agree. NXT does their stuff. And and some of the things that NXT does, they do very well. And I agree with what Bill said. If you're going to push and back people right now, you're backing Killer Cross. I know he's carrying, but whatever. Kill, uh, Killer Cross and uh, <clears throat> Keith Lee and Io Shirai. It's great people to build this brand around. Um, I don't think that that's a mistake. I think they need to focus more on what they're offering because there's stuff that's not as great as NXT used to be. And I feel like a lot of people who've watched NXT for a really long time have felt like the golden years, quote unquote, of NXT are, are kind of past. Yeah. And they kind of they're kind of floundering a little bit, but they've they've found their way back in a lot of ways, and they have very interesting things and very interesting uh, people on their roster. And, and I would like to focus on that. Do I think it's necessarily a bad thing that they did the Great American Bash? No. It's definitely not what it used to be. That's for sure. And that was very evident by what was put on. But it's a different version. And, you know, it's in business. They're going to compete. And they're not going to admit that they're competing. But they are. We all know that. We're not dumb. So it's just... 
I don't know. Do I think it's necessary? Not really. But do I also think that AEW doing Fighter Fest in two nights, then directly followed by Fight for the Fallen, is smart? No, I don't. I don't think we need this many themed things going on. Uh, I think both people need to kind of focus on their own stuff. My only thing about Fight for the Fallen is if you're going to do the charity drive for it, then I don't have a problem with it. It's just like, okay, this is a charity show. Like, but I get what you're saying. It's like build AW needs to worry about building for, um, uh, sorry, all out. But this was supposed to be their London show too. So this was on the books. Spider Fest was supposed to be. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I, I don't have any problem that it's for charity. I think that's awesome. It just seems kind of strange that it's right after fighter fest. And I know that they were in close proximity last year, but we definitely had some weeks in between. So, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on on Wednesday nights. It's not a bad thing. Competition can can push people in a in a good direction. So I'm just hoping that's what we get out of it. Very well said. And I'm loving this uh, Queen Bill dynamic we always get here. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Bill would not come on the show unless you were here. He will goes, I want to be on the episode with Queen. So I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Aww. I mean, I mean. We we go we work well together, but also I have a podcast I have to host in like ninety minutes too. So I mean, like. oh, true, <laughs> yeah. got you, bro. All right, now. Uh, well, there's only a couple of matches, and ladies and gentlemen, I think you know we've all been excited for this one. They've been building it week after week. Uh, it's finally coming this Wednesday, and I think this is the you know we always start with ladies first here, but honestly, I just think we have to start with this one because uh, it's just such a big match. And of course, I'm talking about the Puppy Bowl that's gonna you know kick <laughs> off this thing. Uh, I was trying to keep a straight face the whole time. My daughter the is so excited for it. All the noise. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, my money's on Eric's dog. Black Labs, by the way, always love Black Labs. So, so precious to me. So, shout to Eric's dog, who I will meet one. She will shout during this, I'm sure. That even better. I love it. But uh, my no, my five-year-old is stoked for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. I'm kind of stoked for it too. Uh, my money's on uh, Fido. Fido you didn't fest? like that joke. Are you calling it Fido I Fest? Guess. Yes, Fido, I love Fido Fest. You guys didn't like that joke? I, I know it was like rough. It. it was rough. Brother. It was rough. Rough. Very dead. Very dead. I got and you. Ten people just turned the podcast off, but that's okay. We're going to keep rolling, guys. <laughs> All right. So, as always, we start with ladies first uh, here on the BCP. And we're going to start with uh, the women's match that is on this card it is Nyla Rose versus TBD. Just by the versus TBD, I'm going to go with Nyla Rose, who I'll be seeing uh, in a couple weeks at her drive-in show here in New Jersey, which is pretty cool. So I'm excited about this. Who do you guys think TBD is going to be, and how much do you think that Nyla Rose is going to win? We'll start with the queen. Oh, I think she's going to win. If they haven't announced it, I'm assuming that that's what they're going to do. I would think it would be like, you know, Anna Jay or or someone like that, who they have. Um mostly like at ringside and stuff now, um, which is awesome, by the way, still kicking butt with that. Um, I would think that she would go over. Is, um, wasn't I'm this supposed to be an announcement like, too? I, I don't know. Because That's originally it was like she had about. a match and then an announcement. And I was like, oh, but now that announcement thing is kind of faded into the ether. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that. That's a good call because I didn't see anything more on it, but I know that she said something was supposed to happen. So I don't know. But um, I'm assuming because she's been off for a little bit that this is going to be kind of a rebuilding moment for Nyla. So I would assume that she goes over here. Yeah, fair pick. You know what, Queen, though? I would love to see Abaddon come out. Let's get some more oh Abaddon. God, yes, please. I wouldn't oh be God. shocked. About a day I adore you. her. Really? You think, you think uh, Bill, I'll throw it to you. You think it's going to be Abaddon? No, I don't think she's going to oh. fight her. 
I think oh. she shows up at the end. Oh. Or she gets challenged, or she comes out, and we eventually build to that match. I think it's going to be someone like... I want to say Diamante because she's in the crowd, but at the same time, like I would love to see if there is actually going to be an announcement made. I would love to see Nyla Rose have her, since we're all about trios and factions in AEW, just like we were in New Japan, Nyla Rose starts the first women's trio or faction in AEW. That's what I want to see. I don't want her to call out Diamante. I don't want her to call out Faye Jackson, who have all been in the crowd. Oh, my God. Yes. Faye's Faye. been in the crowd. Everyone's favorite wrestling aunt, Faye Jackson, in the crowd. Let's, I love her. She's the best. If they were, if we had, like, a team Nyla Rose, like, I'm good with that. Because Nyla Rose, she's not bad on the mic at all. I mean, and she's definitely way better than she was in the beginning. But if we're, if the dudes are, every dude has a faction. Let's get the women to have a faction. Let's let's have that, and let's have Nyla Rose be at the head of it. I mean, like you kind of have that with Britt, but you can't do much with her because she's hurt. But unless we, unless Britt and Nyla Rose are a team, but I, I don't know if I see that happening. But like, I'd love to see Nyla Rose lead a faction with, especially with those those three women, and then give me Nyla Rose and Abaddon it all out because um, everyone will love that match. Very interesting, man. And um, I guess we did have kind of have that one faction with Brandy Rhodes. Uh, let's not talk um, about that. That was the worst uh, goddamn thing. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's happened. not and say we did. Okay. okay. All right. Because, <laughs> Rob, I've told you my other faction theory, and I'll save that for later. Oh, boy. A little teaser. Eric, what do you got for yeah, me? Yeah, buddy. Well, uh, Nyla was on uh, Barstool. They did, like, an interview with her, and she said she was talking about she, – she said she knows – course she knows who she's facing and that we may know also if you read into what she said before that oh. and she was saying that because of how aew likes to book the women's division and who i fought last year you may already know so that could have been a complete swerve because i don't think rio is coming from japan right uh, now i can't see kylie i mean unless it's kylie ray oh my awesome. god that I, would, would be I, crazy. I would i would love that I thought she was already signed there. Well, Impact is like kind of the land of you kind of sort of are signed sometimes. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Because yeah. Deanna Prazo's challenging for the women's title, and she said she's still a free agent. So there you have Anything it. can I, happen. It's wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think – I think she was maybe just swerving, and it's going to be a little less interesting personally. But um, I don't know. I, I mean – the one thing you want to go is like, could it be Tessa? But I don't think that that's a possibility uh, right now. Oh, maybe not even for AEW with her. But you know, Tully's there. I mean, yeah, Makes she's sense. free agent. I mean, I don't know if she has a ninety day out or whatever impact no, has. She's just they just cut bait. She's her. out, out. Yeah, yeah. I so, still think I she's mean, going WWE. She I doesn't really you. fit the AEW mold as far as being like inclusive and not a problem. You know. So, but yeah, I think Nyla's definitely going over though for sure. And yeah. sidebar, the Britt Baker right now, I will take Britt Baker and Tony Giovanni all day, every day. It's gold, one hundred percent. It's good, yes. Yeah, I'm so I'm happy sorry. they did that with her because like a year ago, it was like she was just, she was just not, she just was kind of lost, and now she's the best. 
Uh, 100%. Totally, guys. Um, All right, let's keep it rolling here. Let's go to uh, Lance Archer versus uh, Jersey Zone from Asbury. Um, Joey Janela. This this should be a good one. I I think, you know, hands down, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, Lance Archer takes this one uh, with our close personal friend, Jake the Snake uh, Roberts. Bill, your thoughts? Well, as Lance Archer says, everybody dies, and I guess this week it's Joey Janela. Um, I love Joey. He reminds me of um, he's a weird dude because, like, in AEW, because he's kind of like the hot stuff Eddie Gilbert for all us graybeards to remember. <laughs> where he's like a name, he's always a threat, but he hasn't broken through to the next level. And I think I do think his team with Sunny Kiss is one of the best things AEW is going to come up with. I love what they're doing with them, uh, yeah. but I think Joey's the guy who can get a great match out of a out of me. And I am not athletic. I think Lance Archer's going to do some crazy shit in this match. Joey's going to make him look like a million bucks. And uh, we'll see what happens with Lance Archer. All the beasts have been slayed so far in AEW. It seems interesting to see where they're going to go. Very good point. And Bill has a great interview with uh, Mr. Janelle over on thepopbreak.com. Shameless promo. Eric, your thoughts on this one? Uh, I think it's going to be a beatdown, 100% beatdown. And Joey Janela does great at selling those beatdowns. Like, I think it's going to be entertaining. But I think it's pretty much a no-brainer that, you know, Archer's going over. I mean, it's, it's gonna, but it'll be entertaining, you know. Because I love Jake being there, too. It's great. I mean, not yeah. that Archer needs a mouthpiece, but Jake's just – he makes me – he creeps me out. And that's that's saying something, just being a lifelong musician. So. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Queen, your thoughts on this match? Uh, yeah, I would assume that Lance is going to go over here. I think that the best thing that they have going with Joey Janela is this storyline with teaming with Sonny Kiss and being from Jersey. We all want him to be called Bad Romance, but he's not oh. feeling that. Um, not, that's such a great name. He's, he's like, I don't know how I feel about it. And Sonny's like, well, the fans want it, so deal. <laughs> Which is great. Perfect response. Like, but, bro, you went through um, a truck that was on fire. You can be called Bad Romance. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, he jumped off a building. It's fine. So I think it's, I think that's the thing that I'm most interested in. I think it'll be cool. It'll be fun. We'll get a, a fun Joey hair and fun Joey uh, in the <laughs> ring, and, and we'll see some aggression. And then, you know, Lance should probably stomp him over and move on to whatever he's going to do next, I guess. It's so Hashtag funny. wrestling. A year wrestling. ago, yeah. Lance Archer. It's almost a year to the day Lance Archer, like, broke out at the G1. And blew our minds at uh, the G1. We're all like, the Rock and Rave infection guy is good. Yeah. Yeah, He's awesome. Sure is. All right, guys, let's keep it moving here. Uh, We have, what, an eight-man tag match, I believe. Interesting team up here. Uh, FTR and the Young Bucks. I think we're all going to be on the same page here. I really do. Versus the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros, which I'm just so excited to see back. I feel like any match with the Lucha Bros is just gold. So I'm really excited for this one. As we always say, the real winners, the fans in this one. I see this. Go- in fact, I'll throw it to you guys first. Uh, let's throw it right back to the queen. Oh, boy. I'm very excited. Um, part of me, though, no offense to Butcher and the Blade, but part of me really just wants it to be pride, uh, proud and powerful instead. <laughs> But that's okay. Maybe someday. Um, Because those are all four of my favorite tag teams in the whole wide world, other than G.O.D. So this match is going to be really fun for tag team wrestling fans. Um, It's going to be interesting. I I wonder if the tension that's slowly building towards the inevitable Bucks versus FTR match is going to play anything into, like, their their unified front because they're tagging together. So I'm wondering if that 
doesn't cost them the match here. And we actually have the heels going over um, to kind of build towards it. I don't know that we're getting a brawl necessarily yet between them. But I think if they're trying to twist that knife a little bit towards this uh, feud that they're building, which I assume we're getting it all out. Um, I-, I wonder if we're not going to get it here. Uh, otherwise, other I mean, other than that, I think it's going to be a stellar freaking tag team bout. It might even be better than the tag team championship match. So there's that. Wow. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Eric, your thoughts? I think it's going to be crazy. I... I'm really happy FTR's there. Like, I, I'm I'm a huge fan. Like, I was a huge fan of the Brain Busters when, you know, they tried to make them happen in WWE. But I, I think they're like an old-school tag team, which I absolutely love, which doesn't 100% fit the AEW mold, which I think is kind of cool, too. Um, I, I love the Lucha Brothers. I love everybody that's involved in this match, to be honest with you. But I don't – it's going to be difficult to watch – FTR with the Lucha Brothers, it's so different. Their their styles are so completely different yeah. that I think it's going to really, it's going to be, I think it's going to be one of the more entertaining matches to see because, you know, they're a big fan of, hey, man, you know, we tagged the right way. We, you know, we do the counts the right way. You know, they're old school. And, you know, that's been my biggest complaint with AEW's tag team division. As entertaining as it is, there's, like, no rules whatsoever. Yeah. Like, and, right. um and when they make the rules that they say are different rules, they break those rules too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's, it's like, come on, give me something, you know, to where they don't, when Jim Ross doesn't even know who the legal man is in the ring, you know, and he's like, ah, I give up, you know, it's, uh, it's a little bit weird, but I think it's going to be incredibly entertaining. I think we're going to see a weird, I think they're going to do a real slow burn on the FTR young bucks thing, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. And I, I think th- I have this feeling the heels are going to go over, but it's going to be like an inner like problem, you know, but I don't think FTR is going to take the pin. I think it's going to be one of the, uh, one of the bucks. That, that's a great point, man. You know, again, like 10 more points for Eric. He knocked it out of the park there. That's a really great, really great point. Before I let Bill take us home on this particular match, I'll say this. I think um, I get what you're saying. Like as far as the slow burn, I think FTR and Young Bucks are going to lose this one. Uh, The heels do win because obviously we know it's going to build towards that feud. I agree with FTR not taking the pin. Although is this FTR's first pay-per-view match? Maybe they don't lose. Uh, Maybe, you know what? I will. I'll, I'll stick go with Eric. I I think they are going to lose. I'll say FTR and young bucks lose butcher in the blade and Lucha bros win. Let's send it over to Mr. Bill Bodkin. That's who I'm going with (laughs) zero fear, baby. That's who's going to win this one. Uh, First off, I'm going to put over how much the butcher in the blade, despite losing all the time, still still remains a threatening tag team that's still in the mix. Andy Williams, like the two-sports star. He's like the Deion Sanders of pro wrestling, guys. Bo Jackson, not Bo Jackson. He's Deion Sanders because he's got longevity. He's he's the brawling Stan Hansen uh, villain who wears a monocle, which is always cool. And, of course, he's in Every Time I Die. (laughs) But I think they're going to go over, and I think, uh, like it was just said, that um, one of the Bucks eats the pin. And I don't think we see FTR and the Bucks at all out. I think we're going to see FTR and the Lucha Brothers at all out. 
because Ooh. I think they're really going to milk this because FTR has made a lot of sh- has has made a lot taken a lot of shots at Lucha Brothers, especially with them not following the tag team rules. So man, that's like talk about just a red hot match. We've seen what FTR can do against teams that are more indie styled, like a DIY, like an um, well, I was going to say American Alpha. They're more like the Steiner Brothers. Um, I still love that. F- that DI, uh, I'm sorry, American Alpha revival match from years ago. Oh, amazing. Anyway, not the point because uh, we'll never see it again. It's um, the Bucks and them are. I can see. I I'm gonna make a weird call and say that's double or nothing three in front of a live crowd. I feel like they're holding that for a live mm-hmm. crowd because Ooh. I can see FTR leaving oh, yeah. for a hot minute. Like I could see them going to like they say they want to fight the North and Impact. They say they want to go to ROH to fight the Briscoe brothers. I could see them taking a little time off in between and then out of nowhere coming back against the Unbucks. Them saying, we beat the North, we beat the Briscoes, we beat all these great tag teams, now we're coming to beat you. I think that would be red hot, especially if you're going to get in front of that Vegas crowd and hopefully 2021, as long as the United States doesn't keep screwing up uh, the pandemic. As I just drove past the beaches in the Jersey Shore today and no one was wearing a mask. Mm. Um, Yep. Great. Yep. And um, so that's what I'm hoping for. Um, and I hope, I really hope the Butcher and the Blade take, uh, catch one of those guys actually score the pinfall. Those guys have worked their way up super hard over the last, you know, almost a year they've been on, you know, dynamite and they deserve to pick up a win. And I still am going to stand that Andy Williams singles run one day. It's going to be great. Him and Cody for the TNT title. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Count me in for sure. Very I heard something, uh, one of the interviews with FTR saying that their contract does leave them a lot of leeway, too. They were yeah. very okay. adamant. They said it on so. the Jericho podcast, yeah. That they yeah. they have a quote-unquote handshake deal with Tony Khan to do stuff. Mm. I don't know how much I believe that, but I think... It's going to be very interesting. Like we're going to, sorry, sidebar for a second with Gallows, especially coming on the 18th, aka the countdown to Fucktown uh, for the Good Brothers. If you don't listen to their podcast, that's what they're calling it. Um, and the 18th is when Slammiversary is going to happen, and so yep. we're going to see what's going to happen with Heath Slater, who might be on Monday Night Raw right now. Um, that's right. rumor has it. Like we're going to see. Where he's a got lot kids. Of, he's got kids. Uh, but like a lot of people have been teased, a lot of people saying they're going elsewhere. We're seeing Brian Pillman is on AEW, but still signed to MLW. So there's going to be a lot of fluidity, I think, happening with contracts. And we're going to maybe throw it back to that kind of territory days where people just kind of take a few months off to go to another promotion and then come back into their to their home base. And for AEW, I'd love to see that with NWA. That would be the perfect way to do that. If too. that even exists anymore. Uh, well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just excited for the possibility of that being a double or nothing match. I, if we could push it a whole full year of that feud, yeah. oh my god, yes, yeah. please. That, I feel like that has. There's certain matches that have to be crowd matches, and to me, that That's has to one. be a crowd match. I don't know oh, if I they agree. could hold it that long, and I don't know what the the state of the world's going to be in a year. But man, in front of a crowd, that is just going to be ungodly, like in a good way. Very interesting, guys. I like what you're saying. And Eric, I, I do love your point about them not having rules in the tag match. I, the matches are great, though, and they hit all their spots and they get all those tandem spots. But they're 
in the ring for a really long time, like very noticeably. So maybe find a balance there because like I can't complain because the the quality, the match quality is so good. But then you talk about the rules. You know, we did we did an inter- interview with um, Road Warrior Animal, shameless plug uh, on the poprate.com. And uh, he was saying how, you know, the refs don't have any control. You know, they're supposed to be the rain general, this and that. So it's uh, very interesting. Take a listen to it. Shameless promo. But let's keep it going. Talking about the tag team matches. We have uh, essentially the Dark Order-ish. Mm. Brody Lee, Stu Grayson, and Colt Cabana, I believe, versus SCU. I'm excited to see uh, my guy Serpentico fight um, Scorpio. Scorpio Sky. Um, sky's the limit for that match. I think it's going to be awesome on uh, Dark Tuesday. Sorry, man. Um, but dude, I've been out in the sun all day. Give me a break for the month. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I love what they're doing with the Dark Order here. I think that you know, Brody just coming out and and bringing people in, and you know, we're gonna see who comes out with a mask. Uh, I love going to these indie shows. You know, once upon a time when the world was open, um, and seeing like members of the Dark Order at WrestlePro or whatever it may or may not be. Um, so I like what they're doing the Dark Order a lot. In fact, I think they're almost mimic or mimic. Seth Rollins is kind of mimicking a little bit of the Dark Order steez, which I'm, you know, like I, I, let the Dark Order be the Dark Order. I don't know if I you see Colt Steez? Cabana steez. Yes, style with these. Sorry, I thought it was but, uh, in 2004 there for a second. Yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I don't see Colt Cabana being a, a Dark Order guy. I, I don't think that makes a lot of sense, but it's very interesting. Um, Bill, I know you have thoughts on this. I'm just going to say real quick, I see the Dark Order winning here. So, Bill, I'll throw it to you. I know you have opinions. Yeah, yeah actually, I don't. Uh, it's very oh. – uh, I know. I'm just – it's very it's very intriguing because you're looking at the storytelling here is Cole Cabana is now fighting the team that he saved from the Dark Order only five months ago at uh, Full Gear. No, Revolution. Apologies, uh, in Chicago, and then beat the following week on Dynamite. So it's just interesting to see how this one's going to go. I think the Dark Order is going to win here because SCU is in a really weird spot. Like I think Sky is going to break out eventually just to be the solo guy, and Frankie yeah. and Daniels have kind of like really gone down the rung as the team, the, the veteran team with that pedigree of being the first tag team champions to start establishing character. Uh, other teams, especially since, you know, CD's in the office, he's, he's, I think he's, if he's not 50, he's turning 50. Um, so I, I hmm. see the Dark Order going over here. I mean, could I see SCU winning with a little, because of Colt hesitating? Yeah, but I think they're going to keep feeding the Dark Order. Brody Lee needs a win back. They need to make them look better. I mean, Brody's already lost, so... I'm going to go with um, the Dark Order here, and then I think that implodes. I could see that imploding and being a match Colt versus Brody at All Out. Ah, uh, okay. I, I see Eric nodding as well. Eric, I'll throw it to you next. That's that's pretty much exactly what I was thinking. It's you know, it feels like the Dark Order is a little lost right now. Like it feels like they're kind of finding something, but it's completely different than it was before. Which I don't know if that's a bad thing. Um, probably a good thing actually yeah. um i'm not super invested in this match to be honest with you i love seu i think they're pretty entertaining but i agree i think scorpio scorpio sky set up to leave and become a singles run and then we're just gonna have a cool veteran tag team which doesn't hurt anything you know they, they could definitely use that 
But uh, check out, uh, I really like again, like, you know, we always put people over here, but I really think uh, Scorpio Sky uh, with Serpentico on Tuesday. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I really do. Queen, your thoughts? Scorpio Sky for a singles run. Dark Order is going to win. I actually think an interesting story would be to see what Colt Cabana would be like as Colt Cabana, yeah. as a member of the Dark Order, but like in his <laughs> Colt Cabana way. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like <laughs> yeah. kind of like half in, half out. But it, it could be really interesting to see what it would be like, and it would give a much much needed boost to the Dark Order. They've been lost ever since Brody Lee came out as uh, yeah. the Exalted One because they've changed directions. They went from being a cult to being a mafia to being a, I have no idea what you are. So um, they they need some help, and if they want to continue to make that faction being viable, after you know, obviously he lost to Moxley. Um, I, I think they need something, but alternatively, I could see that being a match at all out and it, it could be like a temporary hangout sesh for Colt and then they have that match at all out and then it's over. But I think they're going to win this match here at fighter fest, but the comedy gold you could get out of Colt Cabana, just like annoying the crap out of Brody yes. Lee and Brody Lee, like yes. just a slow burn on all that stuff could be, you're right. That it is, could good. that it could, could be, be a lot of mileage out of that. I'm yeah. way into that. Yeah. <laughs> Queen with the soundbite yet again. I love it. Really, really good. <laughs> Got you, buddy. She's killing. That's why you're here. Uh, Bob Coulter, Hall of Famer for sure. Guys, I'm super excited for this match. I mean, it has to be good, right? Uh, we're talking about freshly, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho, the champion. Like, come on, man. You think about it. You know, Orange doesn't really fight. What? He's probably had, what, less than six, seven matches, like, on TV. Like, this guy... Is they, they know that they kind of just like keep them in the back pocket for the right time, and I think this is it right here, right now. It's hard to pick a winner. I could see, I really could see it going either way. If this is Orange Cassidy's time, I think he gets the win here, and I'm right, and I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna throw it to Bill first. One person to throw it to first. Um, oh. it, it's interesting to see what's gonna happen here because. You look at either one of these guys and say, okay, where do they go from here? No matter what, if Chris Jericho wins or loses, does he? he's not going to fight Moxley again. Because we have Cage, and well, we don't know who's going to be the next for Mox at All Out. I was thinking it was going to be MJF, but I think they'll hold off on that. Um, and I don't think they're going to, they don't like doing rematches right away. <clears throat> And as with Orange Cassidy, if Orange Cassidy beats Chris Jericho, where does Chris Jericho go? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Where does Orange Cassidy go from here? Because I still think, in my heart of hearts, we're still going to see it all out, Chris Jericho and Mike Tyson. Oh. I still think that's going to happen because my original thought was at Fighter or All Out, we were going to see Sammy, obviously, plans change there. Sammy and Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy and Mike Tyson. That was my pick. I still think we're going to get a Tyson um, Jericho thing at All Out. And I think Cassidy will be involved in that. Um, I am going to go with. Because I think what you also have to do with Jericho is. Because I just want to shoehorn my theory in here real quick. Like, you have to figure out, keep Jericho away from some of the main stories right now. Because I really think they're leaning into Cody, like, big Cody heel turn. And the big Cody mm-hmm. faction heel turn with him, FTR and Wardlow. That's my, because if you just keep seeing all these 
breadcrumbs crumbs that are out there. You're listening to the interviews, mm-hmm. they him putting them over so much. Like it's almost like the inner circle is going to deescalate a little bit, especially if things open up and tours and that more MMA. Like Jericho's going to tour again. Hager's going to go to back to MMA. Prime Powerful can go out there and win the tag titles. They don't need to be in the inner circle, in my opinion. Um, but I think it's good. they're going to keep Jericho as that kind of like big attraction, keep him away from titles, so this way we could build the next inner circle, the next big faction. And man, won't when that live crowd comes back and just say Cody's the heel, wouldn't the crowd go crazy if Le Champion uh, teams up with whoever the good guys are? People are going nuts for that because, you know, always reinventing himself. Doesn't have to change much, but he hates Cody Rhodes. So, anyway, I, I, I think um, I think I think it's going to be an awesome match, but I'm going to go Jericho is going to win. Yeah, I think, I think that's a safe bet. And it's funny. I shouldn't say the implosion. You know, it's all behind the scenes stuff. But that, the way the inner circle is, you know, it's not really connected. It's not a circle anymore, you know, obviously because all the, the backstage. It's more stuff, of a rhombus. Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. But at home, man, we lost just lost ten more listeners. Um, but Jericho's gold on commentary. Unlike us, Jericho is gold on commentary. So I mean, you can't miss with him. Uh, let's throw it to Eric. Yeah, this is a tough one, man. Like, because again, where does anybody go from here? I mean, I think everything's kind of a, a you know, the inner circle's kind of a, a mess right now with some, you know, like you said, backstage things. Um. I think it's tough to have Jericho lose here. You know what I mean? And obviously you can't do like a count out. You can't do any of those things. Jericho's already done that, you know? So, I mean, Jericho could lose and it wouldn't change anything with Jericho. Yeah. Um, I do like your idea of him turning. That, that's pretty interesting because both Cody and Jericho can both play both both perfectly. They can switch. They can switch into five minutes and have the crowd buy into it both ways, you know? Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, I think Jericho is going to go over, but I think there's going to be some, you know, there'll be some outside interference. Either, you know, hey, girl, come out or something will happen. But I just I, I can't see Cassidy going over on Jericho right now. I think it would. I just can't see it. I don't know if it's, he's there yet, but I think he's going to have a good showing and it'll be entertaining like it always is when he's out there. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great match. Queen, take us home on this one. OK, well, I mean. Jericho will probably win. But, like, let's say he doesn't. Let's say that Orange Cassidy goes over here, which was actually my gut reaction when they first announced this. And I've been thinking about it, and after last week's Dynamite, I was like, you know what? Or last week's Fighter Fest Night 1 Dynamite. I was like, man, this would be really cool. Because Proud and Powerful lost to Private Party, who's facing the Tag Team Champions. Mm -hmm. Hager lost. The Inner Circle is decimated right now. It's not going well. It's not great. And I agree. Hager will probably go back to MMA, which he should, because I don't care for the guy. So that's fine. He can go anywhere he wants to go as long as it's not on my TV. And then uh, Sammy is doing Sammy things that he needs to do right now. Um, Jericho can do anything, and I don't really think that it matters what Jericho does, to be honest with you. Jericho could be back on commentary the next week talking about how Orange Juice got in his eyeball, and that's why he lost the match and we'd all buy it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true, I, I, I feel like it, it doesn't true. matter. He'd just be like, that orange Cassidy he put his juice in my eyeball, and I couldn't see, and that's how he got the match over me, and I'm going to get him later. I'm going to juice him. It's going to be a bloody juice orange. You know, and he'll do all his stupid crap, and it'll be great. Right? Do the modern-day Bobby Heenan, yeah. Right, and it would be hilarious. 
And I agree. Once things start opening up, things are going to start changing for the inner circle. And it's all going to be about the new four horsemen that are coming. It's coming. And I can't wait for it. Because Cody has been dropping breadcrumbs for a while that he's turning heel. And actually, I think that what he's been doing in terms of, like, all of his pomp and circumstance and stuff. And all of this coming out of the floor. And Pyro every time he comes out. And, of course, he's the first champion. So he's the best. And he's going to fight. And blah, blah, blah. This is all to make you don't like him. Slowly, exactly. slowly, slowly. And then all of a sudden, he's going to be like, screw everybody else. I'm a four horseman. I got Arn Anderson. Hello. And you know who I'm going to get now? FTR. And you know who I'm going to get after that? Wardlow. Because that's a great idea. Because he doesn't need to be with MJF anymore. And there's your heavy. Right? So that that's where ultimately I think it's going. Not going to happen immediately. But it's coming. We're going to get it. And, and I think it's going to be completely worth it. On the other side, too... You have to remember the elite is is not going anywhere either. A, but B, th- there's stuff happening there. When Hangman and Kenny eventually lose those belts, they're gonna part ways, and uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. And that could be, you know, your next title little bout. But I think what's the most interesting about it is where Orange Cassidy could go from here. Yeah. This is the first time we're seeing an aggressive Orange Cassidy in AEW. We've seen little pops of him being aggressive and angry. And then going back to being really cool. But this is the match where we can actually see the very competitive Orange Cassidy that those of us who watched it on the indies know that's there. That America, a wider audience, has only seen a little bit of. We got the pack match, or pack match. Cool. But now this is a different level. This is Orange Cassidy, indie darling, versus WWE mega superstar, New Japan, pain maker, AEW Le Champion. This is a different level for Orange Cassidy. And I think it would be really cool to have him win. So I'm kind of hoping for that. I just think, I like, now that you're saying, like, I see Chris Jericho's, mm. like, crying face beat red yes. at the end of Dynamite that he lost. And instant t-shirts. Like, it's four instant t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Like, crying Jordan. And he'll, yeah, he'll get an orange over next week, and they'll yes. be selling oranges on AEW.com. Yeah, listen, everyone needs a good bat vitamin C. Um, I, I I love what you're saying, Queen, because I my people were asking me like, well, who do you think the who would go against? Oh, or, or it was uh, oh, Hangman will be in the four horse the new four horsemen. I'm like, no way, Hangman is has been and always will be. He's the Magnum TA that yep. was never realized, and he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the guy going up against him because I think yep. blood and guts. Whenever that happens again is going to be that four horsemen versus the elite or a Jericho Moxley hangman and whomever and a Kenny maybe like it's going to be like as good as that original blood and guts was going to be. If that four horsemen thing happens, that's your war games and that's going to be red hot. Yep. Mm, good stuff. Look guys. It. Yeah, oh, Christ, make if, it they could, if they could hire us today, I'd be like, yeah. I'll, Call I'll... me. I will quit my job. <laughs> As will I. Then we can see you. you. <laughs> yes, then Uh-oh. you can see me. <laughs> no, I'll be Carmen San Diego forever. Uh, <laughs> As as my dog wanders over now to make make a cameo as well, um, we're all. But he's just excited for the puppy bowl. Uh, I almost took it home, guys, but I forgot. We do have one more bonus match, uh, of course. Oh man, this is gonna be a good one. Private party uh, for the tag team titles, I believe, against uh, Hangman yeah. Page 
and um, Kenny Omega. That should be a lot of fun. Let's go to Eric. Um, I think we're getting close. I don't think we're there yet with the uh, the Kenny and Hangman breakup, but I think it's going to get... I don't think they're going to lose the titles now, but I think it's going to be an even uglier... As You know, the two of them are going to... Something else is going to happen. This has been a cool slow burn. I think this has been one of the uh, benefits of the COVID thing, you know, having no crowd and stuff, because I think this turn would have happened way before right now. I think they they would have been broken up before now. Um, and I think this little bit of a burn is, is actually, which is turning into a long burn, is um, been pretty awesome. But I think it's... I, I, I don't think they're going to drop the belts today. I think it's... Or tomorrow, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're going to retain as well. And, you know, I think it's going to be a heck of a match. You know, I'm glad for another tag team match. Private Party, man, you you know, Bill, I've been fan to them on the indies for a little while now. They're amazing. So I think they're going to hit all their spots. It's going to be awesome. But obviously, I see the champs retaining in this one. Bill I do is, like Matt Hardy being a part yeah, of this, too. I think it's, it's uh, definitely going to add a, a little bit of a mix there. You know what I mean? Because he needs that. for They need him. He needs them. I think it's a kind of a good... It's a good blend, you know, and I, he could get involved. It wouldn't hurt that. You know, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, I like the different Matt Hardys that we're seeing. It's a lot of fun. Very, very good call, Eric. Uh, Bill, I'll throw it to you. Sometimes milk, most of the time, milk and whiskey do not mix, but they will this coming <laughs> Wednesday. As I say that on a balmy summer day. Yikes. Um, no, but they, uh, yeah, Hangman and Kenny are going over. This was announced at the very last second. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I, there'll be some more fissures in there, but, um, yeah, I think I hangman and candy, man. And it's going to be a, a hell of a time. And, you know, I'll throw my hangman give up on Twitter soon enough. Don't worry. There it is. <laughs> you should just have that going instead of your, for those watching on video, instead of your video, instead of your Skype video, it should just be the, uh, hangman page. <laughs> it should, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Queen. All right. Wrap it up for us. Will you? Champs retain. Private Party is cool. I like to watch them work. I like them more with Matt Hardy. I think that's a very interesting uh, partnership there. I, I think it could be Hardy Party. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's a great place for Matt Hardy to be right now. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's furthering the story in no way, shape, or form do I think Private Party are getting the belts. Um, someone else is going to take them off Kenny and Hangman. I'm not sure who it's going to be at this point, given all the other storylines we have going on. But it's coming. They'll wait till Jeff gets out of WWE. Uh, I thought that too. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna wait that long. Oh no no no! no. I'm just saying it, that's gonna happen though. Oh yes. Well, no, I think. Yeah. And if that happens, Rob is gonna get like a Cody tattoo on his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have the Cody neck tattoo and the Jeff Hardy um face <laughs> paint. Yes. There it is. Um, some branding right there. There you um, go. <laughs> This has been a lot of fun, guys. Thank you all so much for a few minutes. I'm really excited for this. You know, we keep saying pay-per-view, but this is going to be a lot of fun. It's really nice to have something to look forward to these days, uh, for sure. So real quick, let's get a little shameless promo out of the way. Eric, I'll throw it to you first. Tell everyone where they can follow Fast Claire, follow you on Twitter, all that good stuff. 
Uh, well, you can go to, uh, you know, fastclair.com has all of the non-dates that we don't have happening right now. And the, the no gigs will be all listed there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's some music, there's some videos up there. Uh, we'll keep you updated with that. Uh, I have a, an Instagram. I do uh, guitar repair and restora- restoration and make custom guitar pickups. You can find me at lutherleepickups.com. Uh, all of my stuff's up there. Um, other than that, man, just uh, hanging out with you guys. That's about it. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. It's good to have you back, man, and stay safe over there. I can't wait to see you in person, man. You know, it's, it's been a while, man. But it's been a while, bud. <laughs> 2020, man. What, what else can I say? Queen, a little shameless promo for your amazing show, Queen's Court. And then I think we have a little Patreon special as well going on with Anthony right now. You sure do, buddy. Well, firstly, thanks for having me. Uh, this is super fun, as always. Um, you can find me at the Queen of Any on Twitter. My show, Queen's Court, is on Smart Death Radio every single Wednesday. Oh, I was going to say something, but JPQ has closed NPA, so never mind. He's not on with me on Wednesdays anymore. Um, but Anthony and I have a Patreon exclusive for just $1 joining the Smart to Death Radio Patreon. You can hear Anthony and I on AEW Dynamarks, our little AEW weekly review show. It's super fun. And mostly me yelling at Anthony. So if you'd like to hear that, it's a great Sold. time. <laughs> Sold for $1. Oh, oh. Um, but this Wednesday, I have an amazing conversation dropping with Ashley from Dojo and Dynamite and Miss Phoenix Amy herself uh, from WrestleJoy coming over to talk about what we can do as content creators uh, during this most tumultuous time in wrestling with the Speaking Out movement and what we can do to make wrestling Twitter and wrestling fandom a better place. So that drops on Wednesday. If you would check it out, I would be super appreciative. Definitely. Yeah. With Queen and uh, Phoenix, that's always good. We're trying to get Phoenix on this show, but, you know, uh, <laughs> we're lucky to have the Queen, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm excited. There's a lot of great people in the wrestling Twitter community, the wrestling community on social media, so that's great. Uh, Bill, tell us a little bit about thepopbreak.com. Yeah, man. Uh, thepopbreak.com. Check us out every single day. We've got great stuff on pro wrestling uh, as well as film. Yes, sir, our movie's still coming out, and we have – TV and music and comic books and all sorts of great stuff. A lot of podcasts. Check out my podcast I do with my magic editor, Al Manorino. It drops every single Friday. It's called the Socially Distanced Podcast. Rob has been on one episode that I won't talk about because I was really drunk on that podcast. We'll have Rob on <laughs> another one, and it'll be a lot better. Um, <laughs> I, I listened back, and then I have never been more embarrassed in my life. But also, it was one of the most well-listened to episodes of the podcast, so... I guess it's a trade-off. Never do that again. But yes, yeah, socially distanced podcast. We also just launched a new channel for uh, Pop Break TV, which has uh, a lot of our TV stuff on there. We have uh, a monthly one I do with Alex Marcus, our TV editor, and Josh Sarnecki, our senior TV column columnist. We have a new um, one on there called Live, Live, Laugh, and Lovey. Who's a, it's a new person we we just recruited to be on the podcast network there. Uh, that drops every Tuesday. We also have to combine all that, which looks at season finales. And um, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, check out at popbreak.com, all spelled out on Twitter, forward slash popbreak.com, all spelled out on Facebook, at the popbreak on Instagram. We're going to be starting up a new photo series there. We're going to be looking at all the concerts from uh, specific photographers uh, going forward. So, And also, don't forget, there's a lot of great charities out there, Black Lives Matter, uh, Rain. Uh, especially what Queen was talking about with uh, Inthorrent for the Speak Out movement. So check those out as well. Good stuff, guys. All right. I'm excited for this uh, 
All Elite pay-per-view, although now I'm realizing that I'm covering the Great American Bash Part 2 for the site, so I won't be able to watch it until later, but I'm still excited. I mean, you can <laughs> spoil I it for you as it happens, but I'll just send you a text and spoil the that, whole thing. Thanks, bro. I got, <laughs> I got you, bro. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for a few minutes. You know, as I always say, stay positive, stay safe, stay healthy, everyone. Take care of each other. We're out. Peace. Peace. Right.